What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Staincast. Sorry about the delay. Deal was a thrown ass suit that needed to box. Um, Let me defend myself, all right? We, <laughs> I tried my best to make this possible, but we literally have the worst luck when it comes to having schedules lined up. Like, literally yesterday, Hag got off work at 4, and I started work at 4.30. Like, you can't make that shit up, guys. That's We're true. trying. That's true. We are trying, but here we are. We're here. You know, mm-hmm. we're going we're gonna to try to make sure that now the DL is not being slaved away by a company that should not be named. Um, <laughs> we're, we're trying to get this back on track. But I got it. I got myself a little uh, a little hat for my services. I had to take. Mm-hmm. That's that's fucking. Weak. That's a little visor. It goes hard. Dang, we always fuck with the visor. Yeah, but it's just us this week. No, yes, uh, I think I don't know if we said whether or not we're gonna have a good people on this week. But unfortunately, everyone's got busy schedules. You know how it is. It's just a suit especially, lifestyle. Especially when we're we're changing our recording day literally every fucking day, trying to lead up to this. <laughs> I think we said we were recording every day from so we're recording this on Thursday, the day before you guys are gonna see it. Um, we've been saying we're gonna be recording every day since Sunday. So <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at right now. <laughs> Clearly things didn't line up properly, but you know we're yeah. here, we're, we're ready, we're we're finally getting this, and then you guys, not even a whole week later, are gonna get a new episode. So. You know, you guys really welcome, are the one. Guys, we're getting two episodes so close to each other. We do, we try our best. Yeah, um, but a really quick update <clears throat> um, for the Saintcast itself. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. Next week's episode is going to be not a big one, but there's going to be big announcements in it. As you know, we are coming very closely up to our one-year anniversary of the Saintcast. Uh, we got so, something. We got something nice planned for y'all. Yes, we do. I'll we got something nice plans to thank you. Uh, you know, thank you guys for supporting us. And on this uh, this adventure, and uh, you know, we have a something big planned for our one year episode. So definitely stay tuned for that, as uh, you know, it's going to be a lot for you. That's true, definitely. But I guess um, new content wise, I don't think we mentioned I am Groot last week. Uh, I'll just real quick. It's just twenty minutes worth, you know, five four minute shorts. Uh, it's a little cute thing. I mean, it's not. If you want some time to kill, just watch them. It's nothing, you know, too spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, um, the day this the day that we're recording is the first episode of She-Hulk coming out. Um, I know I've watched it. I know DL hasn't had a chance yet. So we yeah. won't discuss it now. But next week uh, during Miss Marvel, we will be discussing the um, first episode of She-Hulk. Yeah, sounds good. I'll make sure to watch it as well. But... Now, time to jump right into one of the best movies of all time, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been waiting a long time for this. I know Mumbarilla's waiting a long time for this. He, he's This is his favorite movie of all time. This is this is Jason uh, Jason Moisture's favorite movie of all time. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one of those movies that just fucking stays with you forever. That's true. Like it, It's just such a fucking out-of-pocket movie that it just it takes care of business. So I definitely, I'm definitely excited to speak on it, even though it is kind of, uh, it's kind of a preposterous. say it's kind of a little more on the ridiculous end of our movie ratings. But I mean, every once in a while, you got to spice things up. That is true. I, I will say, like, for this movie being three hours, it does not feel like three hours. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, I was, I thought I was, I thought Google had like had it messed up when I saw it was like exactly three hours. I was like, no way, this movie's like 
two and a half hours, maybe like 225, something like that. No, and then I went but, on Prime and it was fucking three hours. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. It's a very, I mean, it's Martin Scorsese, so like, I can expect that. I don't, he's just, I mean, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a bad he'd boy. Be, that's a, he'd be cooking. He'd be cooking up all those good ass movies. You know, he'd be dissing, dissing the MCU. He, he, he's, a, he's a bad boy. Yeah. I mean, he's also just an old head producer where it's, it's kind of it's kind of hard for him to like watch these CGI dumps for us where we're just accustomed to it because Marvel's been doing it for 15 years. But for him, like 15 years isn't as nearly as long for us as it was for him. Wait, no, the other way around. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. longer for us than it is for him. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because I, I saw because I, I saw what you were saying about it. And it, it is just the old head joint where he's like, nah, they don't they can't convey they don't like convey like a, a story or something like that where like there's no touching moments. Which I can well, agree to a point, but I mean, they're definitely they're definitely they're are amazing is. scenes. I mean, I could think of a few in in Marvel movies mm-hmm. that are a little touching. I mean, even in this past, I know we said we're not going to speak on it, but this isn't really much spoilers. But there's even a scene in this episode of She Hulk that I think is really touching, and like mm-hmm. kind of like humanizes the characters. That's tough. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to because I, I even said it. I don't think I said it to you. I, I said it somewhere. Where it's like, I'm more. I was honestly more anticip- I was more hyped for She Hulk than I was for Miss Marvel. That's why I probably might watch. Shield a lot sooner because at least it has some sort of tie into the MCU. Because I need that all of them right Daredevil now. Yeah, and Abomination mm-hmm. and Wong and Wong. God knows who else. No, I, I mean I liked it. I, th- I think that you know if they keep this tone and from my understanding the episodes keep getting better from here. So yeah, we'll but, see what happens. Yeah, but anyways, The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, yes. Stacked ass cast. Oh yeah. Fantastic movie. Fuck. It's crazy to think that Margot Robbie was 23 recording this fucking movie, man. That's crazy. She's like 31 right now. This movie came out in 2013. Oh, my God. She was oh, – Jesus Christ. That's weird to think about. Yeah, exactly. Leah was fucking sliding. I mean, like, she looks crazy young because, like, you kind of see her now. Like, I'm not saying she looks old now, but, like, there definitely is a difference yeah, as many of us. Don't, don't worry. We'll be chatting about Margot Robbie. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. This thirsty moment this week is going to be nasty. <laughs> Oh, don't you thought Don, you thought Don John was nasty. You thought WandaVision was nasty. Oh my gosh. Like, like if she was in the MCU, she would literally just top the list overnight. Uh I mean it would be and then, I, the thing is it, it, she would at least be a competitor. She should be in the conversation yeah, okay. for sure. Okay, agreed. I can agree with that at the very least. Mm-hmm. But I guess without further ado, if we want to want to just jump into the favorite and least favorite characters. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I feel like it's a cop out going with 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 Jordan. Because, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, like this entire story is centered around. But I, I feel like like we said, I don't know if it was last week or week before. Where it's like since the movie, like we're not really in the MCU, like when we do like our self-titled rule. But I mean, I don't know how you couldn't how Jordan couldn't be your favorite character. Though. Like, exactly. he's, it's like and, he and by, by far the has the most shit that happens. I love the cameo by the the actual you know the actual yeah, Jordan, Jordan. Belford. yeah at the uh, at the end like that that's yeah. that's a touch they cut us lacking. I don't know I don't know why they had like that wide up that wide shot into the crowd like he was in the crowd even though like he was the one who introduced he was the him. announcer yeah, yeah he was literally the announcer that's what but I always I guess, was so I guess if I'm gonna go with favorite character I'm gonna give it to Jordan um, mm-hmm. I mean he has such like it's literally his story and not to mention mm-hmm. Leo puts on the biggest clinic of his acting career. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He just, like, this, this is one of his best acted roles. I know it's mm-hmm. not the one that, that, that gave him, you know, his, his award, 
but it should have been. Yeah. I mean, like, the the range on him is just – he's just got some of the best range I think we'll ever see in Hollywood, at least for right now. Like, when you have some guy who can play a character like Mr. Candy and Django, he can play – what's another big role he's in? Like, even in Inception, I forgot his character's name. Like, it's just so the many Revenant. different – yeah, exactly. It's like he's playing all these roles. Now all of a sudden he's a, a coked out frat boy. It's like it doesn't even it's not even like it's not like he's really reusing any of those like those uh, character patterns. Yeah, like he just makes up some new ones for every movie. He's in. it's just very impressive. Mm-hmm. Or even going back to like one of his first ones is uh, Jack and Titanic. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. Like he's just got he's just got a lot of he's got a lot of tangibles and intangibles. That's true. No, but I guess tangibles and yeah. If we're going to least favorite characters, now this is this is one where, where it's 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 a little tricky, because all of the main characters, you know Jonah Hill's character and and all like they're all you know, good characters. I, I I like them all. Like even even some of the smaller side characters like Brad. I mean Brad is fucking me right now. Oh, oh and Jason Moore oh, did want me to mention that Matthew McConaughey's character is him right now. Hmm. Ooh. 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 Um, that shit is but, fucking wild. But I don't know if I'm gonna. So if I'm gonna give it to anyone, I'll either give it to. I guess just just because I have to is either Leo's ex-wife or Donnie's current wife, his cousin or whatever the fuck is going <laughs> on. <with that shit. laughs> hope, hope, father. No, what? Wait, how'd it go? It was some hideous way. If he's her father is my mother's brother. Yeah. <laughs> Her father is my mother's brother. It's, it's, I was growing up in high school. Everybody's like, I want to fuck your cousin. I was like, no, exactly. going to fuck my cousin but me. So I yeah, took she that. She grew up hot. Heart. She grew up hot. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? So I, I use the cousin thing as an in. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, but I guess if I had to say my favorite. So obviously Jordan, I think, is by far the easiest. And it's just, like, the most, like, reasonable. Like, I, I can definitely imagine the most people would say that's their favorite character. Just because, like... He goes to like just like a full arc, him. exactly. Like he goes to the full arc where it's like he he starts with meeting Matthew McConaughey in the um in that restaurant or whatever it was, and like he's teaching him basically how to become a stockbroker. And then towards the end of the movie, when he's like in Stratton, like patting his chest like him, like that's literally like the full circle. Mm-hmm. Him starting from being like this rookie, this innocent rookie who's just trying to save people money, and now all of a sudden he's fucking the king of the frat. He's the president. Mm-hmm. Dead ass, and then and, and... sorry, I'm I don't. Okay. No, it's all good. And I also got to <laughs> give it to Jonah. I, I also got to give it to Jonah Hill, also known as Diamond Donnie Diamond Donnie Diamond Days Off, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, because no, like, he does he, he does a ridiculously good job as a um supporting role. Absolutely, I mean Jonah Hill is supporting role guy. I mean I don't mm. know if I would watch a movie with him being the lead. To be honest with you, just because like. I feel like he's just always positioned in supporting roles where I like, I don't even, like, does he have much like solo movies? Like, I feel like he really doesn't. I don't think so. But, but going yeah, off what you said, like before, even, even at, in a, um, at the end, literally the last scene, he's going back to the whole sell me this pen deal mm-hmm. that he was like, we just see him come full circle into what he. Yeah, exactly. Just like, f- f- is like filling into his, yeah, his current self. Like it does a great job. I mean, like, some of the some of the parts of the story are a little ridiculous. That's just Hollywood magic for you. But like, it's still I mean, a pretty yeah. cohesively told story, considering that I'm sure most of it is made up. Well, I mean, because like, that's also based on Jordan Belfort's actual life. Yeah, no, exactly. Where it's like like the the actual like the um 
the settings I feel like are probably mostly true. It's just that what happens at those locations, I feel like it definitely gets stretched a little bit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, yes, I, I, I mean, I mean one of the things I've actually wanted to do is read his actual book. I keep yeah. like I, I haven't been able to find it to actually pick it up, but I feel like that would be very insightful, like of reading his actual story. I'm I'm inter- interested to see how much it differs too from the movie because of course you know yeah. like you said it's Hollywood magic. They're gonna yeah. bump up a lot of shit just because yeah. they want to make it entertaining, especially yeah. Scorsese. Oh yeah, like that man lives for like like a. Like 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 uh time pieces where it's like he just sets it in a certain time period and it just like hits everything to a T. But what was I gonna say? I was gonna say, uh, fuck. What were we talking about? Damn it. Oh, yeah, it's the book. Yeah. So the way I would see it and the way at least what I was reading around, what I got from it is like, like the book is ba- based kind of loosely off his life, and then the movie is based kind of loosely off the book. So I feel like the movie is definitely like. The more outlandish version of the story. I was going to say, like, it, it's kind of like the, the telephone like game mm-hmm. that we used to play as a kid. It's like you whisper something to one person, and then they twist it, and then they whisper mm-hmm. something to another person, and then they twist yeah. it. Which is, it's Once you base something off of something else, which is based on something else, it definitely gets yeah. a lot of jumbled up, and that's where you get oh, yeah. some weird concepts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but besides Donia, I guess my least favorite character... <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't even. I couldn't even give you like someone that really like is like jarring. Like someone who really stands out to me as a least I mean, favorite like character. I, like I said before, the stack, the cast is stacked. There was no way oh, that, yeah. um, no way that uh, Martin Scorsese was gonna throw around yeah, his oh, budget really nilly. Yeah, like I mean, his whole thing. Like he just loves making like just fucking big ass fucking budget movies. But I, I don't even know. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe just. Maybe just Wolfie's ex-wife, just because yeah, she was sucking him. That's I what I was saying. Like I just because I had nothing else is kind of what we got to go with sometimes. Yeah, maybe Rugrat because his hairpiece is fucking awful. That's true. Also, bro, that's like the third movie I've seen that guy in. Um, <laughs> and like I didn't see him, and I don't. Um, I don't remember him being in anything until The Boys because he's the fucking director or whatever. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's fucking. He's the one that fucks Ashley in episode one of season three. Let me pull him up. Um, where the fuck is he? I always forget John Favreau's in this fucking movie. Yeah, I know. I, I was, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> where the hell is this guy? It doesn't help that I don't even know it's Matthew Gorman. Is this it? Is this him? Aha! Uh-huh. Nope, that's not it. Fuck. I'm tight. Yeah, but I mean, I really don't have much else to say on my least favorite character. Like, I like all of them. They're all really good. I mean, they're all purposeful. Yeah, they're they're I mean, all written really well. They're all acted really well. There's really nothing to uh, yeah. complain about there. Yeah, but I guess... Uh, what would this even be considered? Is this like a comedy? Is this like a... Let's find out. It is a comedy slash drama. Okay, I believe that. So I was going yeah. to ask if you wanted to do our favorite joke. Cause I'd probably give it to the cousin one, honestly. That one is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I like that, that, that entire that. interaction is just like it's hilarious as fuck. I could um, replay that whole thing in my head right now, just fucking. Yeah, no, exactly. It's the what you like that hideous fucking. Don't hold does such a good job of just being awkward and like mm-hmm. trying not to make it sound weird when it's fucking weird. Yeah, 
You know, exactly. And just his wardrobe in the movie is ridiculous. He's wearing, mm-hmm. like, the hoodie wrapped around his shoulders and shit. Tell me, were you uh, were you worried about them being... Uh... Oh, about, about them being retarded? Yeah, yeah, I was worried. <laughs> but no, you know, they're, they're both fine. Yeah. He said, well, what, what would happen if you did it? Oh, I'd take him out to the mountains and just tell him to be free. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I'd take him to a, to an institution that, that that's designed to take care of them. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, I guess we can move on to break, make or break moments, just because th- there's really no specific joke. Yeah. That we point out. And that truck Jesus Christ, works. someone ripping down the road. It's just like a big ass like a uh, oil truck. Uh, oh, I, another one was really good. Was the. Um, when his dad pulled up on him, started pressing him about the four hundred thirty thousand dollars in one month. He said twenty six thousand dollars for one fucking dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so it was all the uh, the sides. Twenty six thousand dollars worth of sides. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I mean, some of my favorite. I mean, the, the whole intro monologue that he has when he's talking about how he can fucking consume enough drugs to sedate Manhattan. Manhattan, Long Island, and what was it? Queens. Queens for a month. Yeah, and then he goes on that whole. That's literally I wrote. I just wrote down Leo's opening monologue because yeah, that whole thing is fucking great. I take Quaaludes ten to fifteen times a day for my back pain, mm-hmm. Adderall to stay focused, and he just keeps going on and on. Xanax to bring me down, <laughs> and morphine. Well, because it's awesome. Fuck that! Yeah, that oh, this movie's it's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. For show, for show. I mean, another great scene is is the end. I mean, like you said, like the the overall, just the way the movie shot, it's like it's surprisingly well. I mean, like I, I mean, I expect it from Martin Scorsese, but like for a movie of this like topic, you wouldn't think it'd be like super well done. Like it would kind of just be like it'd be like a comedy kind of level where like it's not shot amazingly. It gets the point across, but it's nothing like to write home about. But this movie shot very well. Like when you have that scene at the end when the music's playing in the back and they're just pulling up Rating Stratton, like it, it just. Yeah. Like, 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 like I, that's something where, like, where the drama element. Why is he coming back? Why is he driving past him? Uh, that's that's definitely where the like the drama element I would say comes into play. Like, there definitely is some scenes that are just really, are just really well done. I can agree with that for sure. Um, so I guess now actually going into the make or break moments themselves. Mm-hmm. There's there's too many. Yeah, there's too many to count. Like this entire movie, like I, I can't hold. Like I don't usually like wholesalely recommend a movie to people because I know everyone has their own taste and shit. But I mean, like, there's just no reason not to watch this movie. Like, even if you watch the first 45 minutes of it and somehow you're bored by it, turn the shit off. But I mean, give it a try because it's just it's just a great this is movie. One of the just... most entertaining, one of the most mm-hmm. just engaging movies. Yeah, of, just, of, it's of just, all time. Yeah, it's just like super entertaining. It's fun. Nothing that nothing really too serious goes on. Like at the end of the day, this guy's an asshole, so we don't feel that bad for him. Like it's not like the kids yeah. not gonna feel bad that the main character got screwed over because like he's he's an absolute piece of crap. Oh yeah, like he deserved to get screwed over. Like there ain't no yeah. question about that. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's a happy ending, but like it's told at his expense, so I feel like it makes the movie better. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of like some other ones up top, man. I mean, basically anytime Brad's on screen. Is That's a, true. Is a, is a make <laughs> mo- is a great. Lisa, so I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. 
said, why don't you tell your sister to, to tell your sister to come over? Tell your sister I was asking about her. Man, she don't want to see you no more. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Um, Mom, we got yeah, chicken it's... or what? <laughs> um. So, like you, uh, I was gonna say, like we mentioned before, the uh, the uh, scene with Matthew McConaughey and him going to lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's a top tier scene. And, and of course, you know it, that was all improvised. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you can just tell the way Matthew, like the way, like the sounds he was making, like you just can't like make up those sounds where he's like, Zoo! like when he's just making those weird ass sounds, like that shit is yeah, definitely not. That's why, like Leo was looking around, like what the fuck's going on right now. <laughs> so that's for oh, Stacey, was just like, nah, keep it rolling, fuck it. Um, I'm trying nice. to, th- I'm trying to think, like, I, I love the plane exploding at the end. <laughs> that shit's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's like, you saw that? So that was the plane I called to help us. If there's mm-hmm. a sign, that there's there it is. Yeah, it's just great. I mean, uh, what was it? What was it? Oh, the entire any um any scene where like depicts like that frat house environment, like uh the way Stratton is, it's just so oh, funny. Oh yeah, where they're fucking they're throwing the um throwing the, <laughs> the guy on the wall. Or fucking just, just getting hundreds of strippers for the office. Yeah, the day, the weekly act of debauchery. Or the fucking the one guy that married the woman who sucked off literally every single guy in the office. Mm-hmm. When Donnie slides on that guy who, who did during new on a new issue day when he's when he's, he drinks his fish because yeah. he eats his fish. He eats the fish. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think that atmosphere is so well done. Like, yeah, I mean, like that. That honestly feels like a fucking a frat house. Yeah, OD. Like just just the nature of it, where like you can see that it's just ready to burst at any moment. Like all it takes is one person to just completely like just it's just like a mob mentality kind of thing. Where as soon as like Jonah Hill gets them all wild up or Leo gets them all wild up, they just start fucking they start going, going crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. When they're fucking they're fighting over the strippers, hands off! This one's mine. <laughs> oh my god, this shit's so funny. And then the, I mean, I, I love I love when Jordan's violating the uh, FBI agent. Was it good luck on your subway subway ride home to your miserable, ugly fucking wives? I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna have Heidi lick some caviar off my balls in the meantime. Uh, we, I guess we're just moving into some of the favorite quotes then. Yeah, I mean, I, I just saw that. I was looking through some of the quotes and I was like, that one's fucking wild. That's the, the yeah. that's how the suits be looking. How else How else would you do this job? Cocaine and hookies. <laughs> those are rookie numbers in this bracket. You gotta, you gotta get those numbers up. Brad, show them how it's done. Sell me that pen. <laughs> I, just, I love that scene where he's getting so pissed off about the ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like four times, four times I asked for ketchup. Twenty-five grand to the first cocksucker to nail the bullseye. That's another great scene when they're chatting about the midgets. Oh yeah. <laughs> when they're like, we have to keep in mind these things. These things gossip. All right. We don't want. We don't want anyone to talk shit about behind our backs or something like that. <laughs> it's just, I think we go on the loophole where if you don't consider them human, we'll be fine. <laughs> she designs women's panties too. My God. 
Yeah, even the way he was looking at like now, he does a fucking fantastic job at like acting over the voiceover. Like it, like they're. I mean, it's the same person, so I get why. Like they're very synced with each other, but it is. They just both are fucking. It just goes along so perfectly. Like I, I'm always a big fan of narrations if it's done right. I think it has a very mm-hmm. high chance of where it could be like a little bit too like uh, campy or like cumbersome sometimes, where like it's too often. But it, it, it they definitely strike the fine point. No, I can, I can agree wholeheartedly on that. Mm-hmm. This is just on. I mean, I feel like the best example I can draw, because uh, since we've already done it, is Quentin Tarantino movies. Where like it's so dialogue heavy. Where like mm-hmm. I mean, there's like th- this movie kind of hits like the best of both worlds. Where I think. It like there's has a quarantine going on, but there's also like actually like sub like like actual like action and like just crazy shit going on visually too. Like it's not just like the dialogue is is like what's holding down the movie. Like there's, we mentioned there's... that we mentioned that in Tenant too with um um Christopher Nolan's ex, uh, exposition dumps. Mm-hmm. Well, like it's it's still very well done. Like the dialogue is super heavy and like you kind of have to be following along. This movie not so much, which is why I'll give it a lot of credit for it. But definitely in the sake of tenant, like it, you definitely have to be paying attention. But it, it rewards you visually too, where right? even if you don't know what's going on, you can at least appreciate you like can appreciate, the yeah, what's happening on screen. Mm-hmm. For sure. Donnie, get the loads. <laughs> get the loads. <laughs> Quaaludes. Quaaludes would be calm. That's what I'm. I'm so tight. I wish, I wish I could have had at least one. Yo, cut this out right here. But anyways, um, I guess we can go to the yeah moments. I mean, this movie's preposterous, so I I, I don't know what's based on. I, I didn't read the book or I mean, like, I know a decent part about his, his life. Yeah, exactly. Just from like the stories I've read and stuff. But I mean, I just don't know what's real and what's not. So I don't want to say something's a yeah when it actually could have happened because I put nothing past this group of kids, these group of people, because. That is they're, true. They're I mean, fucking... it's still ridiculous no matter what. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's purposely blown out of proportion. So it's at what point yeah. is there really? A, yeah, I. But it, but it also I think it benefits from that being that it is based off of someone's life is they don't have to. Really, they kind of have to make things kind of grounded ish. Yeah, yeah, ish. I'll, I'll definitely give it the ish on there because it is Hollywood, unfortunately, at the end of the day. But I really don't have much. Gotta make it entertaining. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much yeah, it's honestly. I mean, I think. Nah, actually, no. I'm not even. I won't even say because I think I, I was gonna say I feel like people treat not nah, because I was gonna say people treat Jordan too nice when he's an asshole to all of them. Like that's just that's just how it is. The man's rich. It don't fucking matter. So definitely. Not, but they they always sick and suck up just because they want some money. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm. And I I love the. Uh, the one scene where he's chatting about Aerotine International. He's like, it's like with civilian and military application, it shows like the shed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the business. A shed is a business. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie is just, I've said it before. It's it's a business major's wet dream. I think Joe said it too. Like if you're, if you're, true. if you're, if you're anywhere in the orbit of business, whether it comes to being like your, your application, I mean your application, like your, um, Jesus, I can't even speak all of a sudden. Whether it be your actual like real life job or it's like just a passion, like a hobby of yours, like this movie just hits all those spots. Like it's just such a um, um, satisfying movie to watch. Being as Absolutely. being myself, being a member of the fucking like a being a business major. Like, it's just yeah, it's 
I guess how I'd live. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's he'd be living life. He'd be living life the way you should. Maybe maybe not doing the the level of drugs he's doing because that's absolutely absurd. But I mean, I mean, uh, I mean no, no one needs that much. Yeah, I mean, like if Steve was any any reason to judge, oh my God. Steve, like, no, not Steve. <laughs> this is why this is why you don't do that level of stuff because he is beyond fried for life. But I mean, besides that, that, everything else holds up pretty well. Like I could definitely see it. But yeah, I, I don't have much to dis, much to discredit on this movie. Like it's a pretty well grounded movie considering it's about a guy who defrauds fucking hundreds of millions of dollars out of out of rich people and poor people. That's true. Yeah, but he does it anyway, and he's a bad. He, he can do whatever he up. likes. He's like, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Leo bad. I, I also got a. I can't believe I, I haven't even said anything about it. Margot Robbie does a fantastic job too. I don't want to let her performance oh, yeah. go under the radar. If for she's for someone who's twenty-three, this is her, this got to be her first big budget. Probably role or one of. Yeah, like twenty thirteen, like she's twenty. Like this probably, this probably was her big break. But yeah, I mean, like you said, she wasn't in a lot. But I I, I just like having Jordan, seeing Jordan yell at her. I think she did. I think it was a fucking hilarious dynamic between the two of them. That's true. They they they're always going but, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, but Scorsese is just one of those directors where, like, it's like Tarantino, it's like um, Nolan, where they just know how to do dynamics between characters. Like, I would genuinely believe all these characters are friends in real life, and I'm sure most of them are. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's, there's just that chemistry between, like, Jordan and Donnie. It's chemistry you can't fake. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, like, the whole Steve Madden thing was hilarious when he's just, like, fucking, like, massaging his show, like, Steve Madden. Steve Madden. <laughs> Like even the music when he's about to explain Quaaludes and he's like, wait a minute, I think it looks like the Quaaludes are working their magic on Donnie right now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is funny though. Like, like the one thing I kind of wish they didn't, they got more into. I mean, I I, I understand, can understand why not because I feel like it makes it too complicated. But like the whole the whole way of them making money, I feel like they didn't explain it well enough. Like when he was talking and he was like, "Oh, you guys don't understand what I'm saying. Like you, you don't give a shit about this." And I was like, "Eh." I feel like like with, with a story like this, it is kind of interesting because then you can kind of see the whole. Picture. Yeah, but I mean, they also don't really want to explain it because yeah, yeah, there's someone who could probably do that again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. And it's also this movie is somehow three hours already. If they explained it, I mean, this movie would be a documentary. This movie yeah, would be like five, five hours long. long. Yeah. We don't. We don't. We don't need the fucking Snyder cut level of uh, length up in here. No, absolutely not. That's just unnecessary. Like this movie, like, like probably like I, I wouldn't even say pacing because it definitely has its low moments. But like, it's fine because I don't know this movie's just grandfathered in, where I've seen it so many times and I've appreciated it so many times where I just can't speak bad on it. Like there's just nothing that like r- like rubs me the wrong way. Where I feel like when you like I mean I've seen Avengers Endgame, perfect example, a million times, and yeah. there's just some scenes that irk me. Like there's to, to this day there's still some scenes where it's like ah like, do we really have to do that? Like it's like it just becomes like when you watch a movie that many times you're just so invested in it because you've seen it so many times and I'm sure you can agree with me. Where it's like mm-hmm. there's just some scenes that will always stick out to you no matter how many times you watch it. It's still either I mean it's, it, it goes the same way with great scenes still uh, too. Whereas like there's some scenes where it's like this is just a chef's kiss every time I watch it, and on the other side of the spectrum, like this is a horrible scene, like where it literally makes me like cringe in my skin because it's just so bad. Oh, excuse me. No, I, I agree. But I mean, there's, there's not there's not many of those bad moments in this movie. Is what I'm saying. No, no, this definitely has a, a nice balance between having way more good moments than just bad. But I can agree with you on the Avengers Endgame part 
I mean, the, 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 the introduction to the Hulk scene kind of gets me wrong every time I see mm. it. Yeah. Um, it just feels off. Like it just doesn't feel true to the source. Where this movie, like every scene, just feels like it just feels like I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It just like it just feels natural. Every scene is needed. Mm-hmm. For a three-hour movie, that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, it's a it's a complicated story. There's a lot of like perspectives and stuff, but I mean, they kept it pretty damn simple considering like this is a pretty complicated like Matter. like topic they're speaking on. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm always down for it though. Give me more. Give me more. Mm-hmm. Over show. But I guess if we want, we can jump into the question of the week that we nah, asked you, you guys. One. You skipping oh, one. Oh damn. Damn. The most important topic. And you skipping You guys know. I was looking at my notes. Deal right. I was looking at my notes. I didn't realize what time it was, but let me just go ahead and uh, spell the beans. It's uh, the thirsty moment of the movie. Fuck. Margot Robbie. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Margot. Everything she's wearing, everything, every outfit she wears, but I will, I'll shout it out. I'll throw us back. When they're talking about uh transporting the money into switzerland that outfit she's wearing chef's kiss everything about it you guys have to watch the movie know what i'm talking about but there's one scene where it's got brad it's when jonah hill is like oh we're gonna have to you got to transport my money too and then brad gets all tight with him they fight at the end of the scene but what she's wearing and how she's looking and that scene in particular my god fuck I almost don't want to speak on it. I I I, I can't. <laughs> exactly because there ain't there ain't much to say, ladies and gentlemen. There's only something to take. <laughs> we take. Now, so one question I do have is: Did she actually film her her nude scenes there? Do you know? Um, I think the full body shot when she's walking out into her when she's in her apartment. In the, in the city or wherever it is when like he says he's like how do i fuck this girl and then she pulls up naked i think that's her but i think that's after funny. that I, I was trying for research purposes only for you guys i watched that one scene where she spread her legs in very 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 slow motion for research purposes only and it looked like she was wearing like just like a skin color underwear or something like that so i mean i think i like, i don't know why she wouldn't like it's i mean it didn't look like it was a stand-in or anything like that but let me check the internet i could always check it real quick i thought i think i looked it up one nope, time I thought did. She, no, she, it, it, that's she, what i thought yeah because she, she hadn't filmed actor. any nude scene before this before playing that mm-hmm. smart scorsese of fucking course she would and it's and she's she's a young actor so they can get away with having her look like that and shit so i'm not surprised yeah way to play way to fucking play we needed that she probably got a bag for that then if that was her first nude scene. Jesus. Oh, absolutely. They definitely paid her a fucking bag. Yeah, damn. Way to play fucking Martin Scorsese. I fucking needed that all of you. Yeah, good looks, bro. Mm-hmm. But I mean... There's uh, no question. It's just... It's still her. Yeah, it's still her. I'm just trying to think if there's any other honorable... Hold up. Let me fix my friends. Jordan's first wife wasn't bad. I mean, she was definitely a little bit more blue-collar. 
But I mean, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie's just Margot Robbie. Like I, I could, I could sit here and complain about her accent and all that stuff in this movie, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just gonna save her the money. <laughs> I don't care too much about the accent, the voice, anyways. So, way to play! Congratulations on Good being luck. this this week's thirsty moment of the movie. Yeah, we need to that go. Off you. Oh, oh my goodness! The culture needed that off you. Yeah, but I guess now to but actually now, jump into the question, the question of the, yeah. So I have them pulled up. Hold up one second. I'll pull them up too. Get up there. Get up there. Okay, so we asked you guys. Yeah, we got a couple of answers. Oh, my fucking God, Donald. Yeah, so we asked you guys uh, over on the Instagram at the Staincast on Instagram. Turn on post notifications and keep up with it in all our posts and stories and the Staincast information. We yes, said sir. to you guys, Leo. Is this Leo's best film? Or just in general, I feel like it was a little misconstrued. Like I, I didn't mean like, is this his best film? I just mean like, what's his best film? I probably should have asked it better. Whatever. It don't matter. We got some answers. I'll start. We got the classic. Mr. Paco, Ron Dale, said, yeah. So I, uh, he's, probably just, he's probably just pulling my chain. He's probably just messing with us. But I mean, I'll take this. I'll take that as an answer for this being his best film. I could definitely see the, I could see the points. Quill, um, do more than one word answers, bro. I know sometimes you do, and sometimes you go in depth. But for something like this, we need a little more explanation. Yeah, he's soft. Uh, Moise said, the wolf, no question. That's true. The wolf is a the wolfy, a bad boy. That's true. Uh, Mr. Eslavigny19 said, all of them. That's yeah. true. I mean, I mean, I also just wanted to more keep my... Uh... My opinion until Staincast, you know, discuss mm-hmm. a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. of course, we've got so many fantastic movies. Yeah. A lot of classics. Yeah, he's classics. got a lot of hood classics, that's for sure. So it's like picking picking just one is definitely hard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, like, going on to... Willie does drive a strong case with what he said. He said Django, the scene where he bleeds all over um, Django's uh, wife. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I think it was Django. Yeah, he said that scene is stupid, tough, very true. true. In terms of just like like off the cuff acting, that's got to be like in the conversation for some of the, one of some of the great performances. Like the man literally cut his hand, sliced his hand, and it's like, nah, I'm off breaking character, and just fucking bang, bangs his hand on the fucking table. Like it's yeah. crazy. Like it's it's something to behold. And it's just crazy to think that he was playing that character. And now he's playing fucking Jordan Belfort. Like. There's just it's just something about those characters where like they're just so. It's a man I guess like green. yeah, oh dear. Um, Joe just said wows. Um, I don't know if that's like an uh, acronym for something. If the that's Wolf like a movie. Wolf Creek. Ah, way to play, Hag. I got you, fam. Yeah, so I agree, but we'll, I'll get into my opinion in a second. Uh, Max said Django. Like I said, I I can't be mad at that. It's a very it's definitely a heavy hitter in the conversation. And Mumbrella said, Great Gatsby, tough. It's tough. I mean, it's, it's, to me, it just doesn't hold the same relevance or, 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 yeah, it's a caliber. Yes, that's the best way to say it. It's not a bad movie by any means, but like holding, it just can't hold a candle to something like Django or Wolf of Wall Street or there's another movie I feel like he's in that is 
Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Let me take a look at his his movies. Oh, I gotta adjust myself. My hips are fucking hurting from sitting on this floor for so long. Lean back. Oh, Shutter Island. Shutter Island's oh, another one of those. The Departed. Yeah, Inception. Oh yeah, he's got. He's just got too many movies where I don't even know where I'd begin ranking some of his discography or not discography, his albumography. I don't even know what it's what, what it's called, whatever it's called, filmography. I don't know. Just put ography in front of whatever word it is. You still hear Hag? Hag. Hag's dead, everybody. I'll take this time to give a moment of silence for Mr. Stephen E. We lost him in battle. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. So now I'll, I'll give some of my two cents on the uh, on the Wolf of Wall Street, on whether it's my favorite Leo movie or not. Honestly, for me, it's too close to tell. I think a lot of those movies have too much nostalgia factor built into them. They're just grandfathered in. I'm watching them. I watched a crap ton of Leo movies growing up, and I still watch a lot of them now. So I'll just say it's somewhere between Django uh, probably Shutter Island, honestly, for like a psychological thriller type performance. Wolf of Wall mm-hmm. Street. Um, yeah, I mean, like, there's so many. I think you can make a case for a lot of his top movies as being your favorite. Same thing with Christopher Nolan. So if I had to pick another one, I just do Django just because I love the character. I think he does a great job. That's fair. I think uh, I think I can agree with you there, either on that or on uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. It's, it's It's something. Summer, summer, and all the madness. There's a, there's a right answer. I just don't have it. Exactly. But I guess then, if we want to just jump into the critics, the higher lower section, I guess yes, we want to call the, it that. The statistics. This one is looking meaty. Oh, this is a good is one it? too. It really be representing. Oh yeah, I like this. Right, I like these I'm numbers. pulling up on it. I'm pulling up on the numbers right now, so, so we can discuss. It is, it is very, very fucking. Like high very number. top heavy. Yeah, exactly. Very, very top heavy. Holy smokes. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with. So just to break this down a little bit, make it a little bit more di- digestible. Um, the most ratings it has, but not a lot. It's got a they're around 30% give it an eight. And around 27% give it a nine, which is pretty crazy. Like that's a crazy fucking distribution where you have almost 60% of the people voting giving it eight or a nine. I mean, you add in that 10, 19% for 10. Now you're looking at a lot, <laughs> seven nine like like seven, <laughs> seventy five, a, <laughs> a lot yeah a lot. Come on, you, we all know you don't do math on the spot. It never comes out right. Yeah, but I mean, very very impressive skew of numbers. I mean the night like the lowest now when you start going down like it, it's a pretty big, pretty big it's drop a, off a after you. Drop. Like you have a twenty basically thirty percent at eight, then all of a sudden you're at fifteen percent, then you're at five two and all less than one after the fact that is crazy man but i mean my favorite is the rating by demographic because i mean the one thing i will say this is definitely a guy movie like there's chick flicks and there's guy flicks i guess if you want to call them that this is definitely very cemented as a as a guy's movie like this is the kind of the movie you watch with the boys but it's pretty clear by so the highest demographic is going to be males under 18 Followed closely by males 18 29 around the same at an 8.6. And the lowest is going to be females 45 plus, which is a 7.5. But a lot of people, uh, most of the, the 45 plus is over seven. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, 40, it's just, 
it's probably because those are the people who got fucking defrauded, honestly, by yeah. Leo, but by Jordan Belfort, I guess I should say. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty big range. I think this is probably the biggest skew I've seen between demographics for the movies we've done because usually it's pretty, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty like they're pretty close to each other. Where it's like the highest male would be like a, let's say it's like an eight, a female would be like a seven eight would might be its highest. Like it's still pretty close, but the difference between like, I think the difference between the ages is, is even is pretty significant too. Where you yeah, have, absolutely. Uh, you have a, a very middle skewed. Yeah, where it's like you have an eight point six being the highest and a seven point eight being the lowest for males, which I think is a pretty pretty big skew. So I, I like that. We love to see you know, some interesting numbers telling more more of a story. Um, but I would I would agree with them. I think I'd put myself somewhere yeah in that somewhere in that camp between eight and nine, maybe even mm-hmm. close to ten on some on like the if I'm really feeling generous. I can I can agree with that a hundred percent. And speaking of which, ratings time. Our ratings. So you know the usual. We have our five categories. Rate them out of four. Add them up to see what we get out of twenty. Mhm. Neil, would you That's like to go one. first with story? Yes, yeah, so I. Th- I think I'm gonna have to give this a four. I think um, I can agree with you there. You like it's it's just, it's just outlandish enough to be entertaining, but it's just. But it's also realistic enough to be like meaningful, like like that drama aspect I was talking about, where it's not all jokes being told. Like, there's definitely a lot of jokes, but they don't use jokes to like um, move the movie. Yeah, exactly. And they don't use the jokes to like 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 decon like make the serious scenes less serious, if that makes sense. Where they're not just like relying on the comedy to make this movie more enjoyable. Like it, it does both very well. It has a good balance between the two. So I think a four mm-hmm. is pretty accurate. Agreed. Um, I also have it at a four for pretty much all the same reasons you do. Mm. Um, it, it, this, it's very engaging. The fact that it's a three hour movie that does not feel like that whatsoever. True. Definitely aids it. For show, for show. But I guess if you want to go into your acting, what you've got. Yeah, moving on to acting, I have it at a, a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we've been saying throughout this entire thing, a this the cast is just huge from having Matthew McConaughey and John Bernthal in just small roles, and and then even all yeah. the way you know Luke and Margot, uh, um, yeah. Le- yeah, I don't know where Luke came from, uh, Leo, mm-hmm. Margot, and fucking Jonah, which yeah. they all like like we've said the chemistry is great, they all play off each other great, and the the acting is just phenomenal. Very true. I, Leo I does a great job being playing fucked up. Oh my god, yeah. Like I, I would genuinely believe he's fucked up in some of the scenes he's in. Like yeah. just the way he moves is so fucking accurate and just I mean, like like I'm sure he's gotten fucked up a lot in his life, but still like, it's just very, very well done. Absolutely. But if where you ever have your acting. I have it at a four. But almost all the same reasons you said. Surprise to no one. Right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the acting is what is, bro. Why is Bentley fucking be so fucking annoying? You can bark all day if he wants to. Um, yeah, acting is just like this movie has a lot of great things going for it, but the acting is just, it's it it's it just like cemented into the movie. Where, like it's just the backbone of the movie. Like the acting mm-hmm. is just so well done. Yeah, but I give it a four too for sure. Then moving on to originality, if you'd like to hop into that. Uh, yeah, so I gave it a three. Um, the only reason I honestly gave it a three is just because um, it's just based off of someone else's story. I mean, I guess, I guess, like, I mean, like, I because like it's based off his life, 
Um, mm-hmm. I really don't know much, have much more to say besides that. Like, I mean, it's based off someone else's life and it's been adapted into a movie. So I guess you, I, I just don't think it's possible to give it a four because like it wasn't, um, it wasn't created from scratch or whatever, I guess, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's a minor gripe, but uh, I, they also changed a couple of things that, I mean, I, I don't think it really matters that much, but like Hollywood, Hollywood magic kind of get me tight sometimes. So I'll just give it that. So I actually have add out of four for pretty much the opposite reasons of you said, I think that what they did add to the story um, mm-hmm. and to, to the real events to like make it entertaining definitely helped it. Mm-hmm. So I, I me, it it, it, it's just more of like a balancing thing where like I just don't want it to be too high ranked. Like I, I just I don't believe that every movie is I mean, like it looks, I guess you can even call it spoiler. I don't think many movies are 20 out of 20. So mm-hmm. I, I got to one guy. Something's got to go. And for me, it was originality because I just don't I can't see the other ones getting removed. And maybe, maybe I, well, we'll get into it. But yeah, for right now, I'd give it a three. That's fair. But I don't know. Um, what would you have for rewatchability? So rewatchability, I also have it as a four. Yeah, this movie um, is ridiculously like, rewatchable. Yeah, and especially con- the fact that it's like three hours long and I'm still willing to rewatch it definitely gives it the um, the, the, the bonus points that it deserves. Because not many three-hour mm-hmm. movies, like literally this and Avengers Endgame I can watch, but like mm-hmm. any other three-hour movie, I can sit through it once and I'm like, all right, that's good. Like Avatar, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, I think I'll switch it around. Actually, I think I'll give it originality four because I, you kind of do make a good point. Where I think they added so some of the greatest things they added to this movie probably were Hollywood magic. Because I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot of complicated stuff going on behind the scenes for the shit that was going on in this movie. And I think they did a really great job of like putting it into a smaller, like digestible viewing, considering Agreed. it was three hours. And I think I'd, I think I'd give rewatchability three just because the movie's three hours. Like I think it, like you said, it does a great job filling that three hour time. But I think at the end of the day, three hours is still a very long time and it's hard to make time out of your day to watch that a three hour true. movie. So yeah, yeah I like that. True. That sounds better for me. Yeah, I like that. All right. I can I can definitely respect that. Mm. What do you have for our, our final topic of uh cinematography? A four. Yeah, so do I. I mean this for movie the, shot masterfully. Yeah, exactly. For, for the reasons I said earlier in the in the podcast where for a comedy movie, it didn't need this level. Of, it didn't need this high, like high level of cinematography. Like, I think it could have mm-hmm. passed without it. But it being the four is what makes this movie the movie. I the think. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Is the this everything is just shot great and there's mm-hmm. no reason for it to be. Yeah. Even like the little quick quick explanations when they have like the little flashbacks or like just like a little shots like like just explaining maybe a character's background or like an event or like just Mm -hmm. him talking to the camera like i think it's just it's just done very well and i can't slide it absolutely so i guess that if you guys have been paying attention puts me at a 20 out of 20 and i'm pretty sure dl at a 19 out of 20 correct 19 out of 20 and i i I don't want to give a 19.5 but i i like to i like keeping whole numbers because then we kind of derive from the purpose of having it lower yeah. numbers that is true but i mean like we've been saying multiple times and i don't think we can emphasize enough is this movie is just a masterpiece i would oh, highly recommend to sure. anyone mm-hmm. and just sit back and enjoy the ride especially if you've never seen it before yeah first time movie it's a great first time watch and it just leaves you like it leaves you depending on who's watching it 
leaves you either happy that he's in jail or tight that he didn't get a longer sentence or whatever you want. Like, I, I think I, I like the, the direction of the movie because it's just it's not often that you find a main hero, a main uh, main protagonist being pretty unredeemable like Leo is, like uh, yeah. Jordan Belfort is. Like, you can say all they want, like, oh, yeah, now he's changed up his act. But at the end of the day, this man still committed a still crap ton of fucking securities, fraud, crimes, and all that shit. Where, like, yeah, exactly. He is not morally a good person by any sort of the definition, which I think adds more intrigue to the character. It's like, this guy isn't all good. He's not some hero archetype where it's like, oh, he doesn't kill. He doesn't do this. He refuses. Like, like he literally has no, he he, there's no line him. in the sense. Yeah, there's no line in the sand. He's very similar to like Billy Butcher character from The Boys, where it's like there's no line. Like 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 he realizes that, like I mean Butcher does a great job at explaining. Like if, if they can't draw a line, he he sure as shit can either. However he says it, like it does a great job. But yeah, great movie. I'd yeah. recommend it to everybody, no matter who you are. I know I said it was more of a guy flick, but I mean, you can really watch it with anybody. You can still enjoy like, it whenever. Who, or exactly. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. I'd recommend it to everybody. Yeah, we really should add that at the end. Uh, I feel like I've just been doing it recently, anyways. Where it's like it's like our like personal recommendations, like who would we recommend it for, where, when, like, like mm-hmm. nothing crazy specific, but like I feel like that suffice. Where it's like it's it's an anytime, no. everywhere kind of movie. No, I definitely I definitely agree with that. I definitely think that we can discuss and put that into mm-hmm. something. Yeah, because it kind of fits fits nicely into like the wrap up, where it's like how in the beginning we kind of give our two cents on the movie, and then like the mm-hmm. outro, I guess you can call it, where it's like we're just kind of just like summarizing everything into a sentence whereas like yeah i recommend it great movie would definitely yeah, watch no. again even though i watched it last night <laughs> yeah no i definitely agree with that but i guess that's that's really all from us on the yeah. uh, the wolf of wall street uh if you haven't if you're not following our instagram or if you're not following us on uh you can you follow on spotify yeah turn on notifications on spotify keep Stay mm-hmm. tuned. We got some and Apple stuff. Podcast. To... Can't forget Apple Podcast. Yes, of course. Of course. Can't forget that either. We got some stuff to show you guys. Coming to give you guys. Yes, sir. Stay tuned. We got some good stuff coming along. Potentially something nice on the way. <clears throat> yes, sir. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Of and we will see you guys next week for... Miss Marvel, the MCU Staincast, the MCU Staincast, which you can watch on Disney Plus. Indeed. Stay tuned on Saturday for the teaser. We're gonna be posting, I guess, tomorrow when you guys hear this. Stay tuned for tomorrow for the teaser and Wednesday for the episode. Yes, sir. Ciao. So now it's just me and uh, the viewers hanging here to stop me. Just want to let you guys know that the um. The MCU is uh, looking soft. I'm looking at the slate. I got it pulled up. It ain't looking too hot. You hate to see it. I personally love myself some Marvel, but it's looking a little slow. We got Echo coming out beginning of next year. I'm sure we're all hyped for that. We got The Midvals coming out middle of next year. Now Hag is now left. It's now just me officially. So I guess we're going to have to just uh, keep the show going. So Hag has unfortunately forfeited his position for this movie. Um, Might have to just uh, run this one dolo.